everyone and welcome to the Talk Music Podcast, where we chat everything and anything related to the world of music and occasionally focus on topics a little bit unrelated. My name is Scott Cowie, I am a drummer turned comedy singer-songwriter and apparently now a podcaster. You're going to hear me chat to many different people, but more often than not, it will be fellow musicians having conversations about their careers and lives within, arguably, the greatest art form in the world. And you get this for free each and every week on scottcowie.com, on Stitcher Radio, and now on iTunes. So please rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, let them know what's going on over here. But for now, enjoy the show. Guest this week on the podcast, Chris Jericho, frontman of Fozzie, former WWE champion. The man has got a new DVD out. Fozzie are killing it each and every night in the UK tour at the moment. It's going fantastic. We're going to talk about that and his music career, coupled with his wrestling career, as well as those three autobiographies that he's got out, as well as his podcast and this super interesting interview, to say the least. Make sure you go back and listen to our previous episodes as well, including the likes of interviews with Julian Lennon, Stuart Copeland, Larry Graham, Bizarre from D12, the list goes on. But check out this one because it is very, very insightful. It's going to be a good one. Before we get to the interview with Chris Jericho, we have a new section of the podcast. It's an advice column, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and I've brought a good friend of mine on, Tanya O'Callaghan, who's going to join us. going to help out here because we've got music advice with some of these questions. I sent out a tweet a couple of weeks ago, ladies and gents, and it said, if you've got any advice, or if you're requiring any advice, I should say, email me in on skowiemusic at gmail.com and we'll answer on air. Now, Tanya, how are we today? How are we doing? Very well. And yourself? You know me, Tanya, can't complain, never do. I've just got back from the garage in Glasgow interviewing Chris Jericho, as you know. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Awesome. Awesome stuff. Right, so we're going to get right down to it, okay? And I'll tell you a little bit about uh, Jericho before we actually hear the interview itself, right? Because it's all, it's all very good. But Tanya's going to help. Tanya, are you up for this? Have you been, any sort of, have you been a part of any sort of advice column uh you've have you given any sort of life advice to anyone throughout your uh, 28 years i have given lots of advice to uh mainly drunken friends but uh <laughs> yeah people have asked me many a question i'll do my best to give i would say an opinion or an advice <laughs> Now, just as you're coming on the show, um, I'm just constantly reminding myself and asking myself the question, why on earth I've asked you and why, why I thought that you and I would be a good combination to I give I have people. no fucking clue. Yes, yes, I'm with you on that one. At least, well, we've established something at least. Right, okay. Problems. <laughs> this, this email just said problems, okay? And it's Dan from Sunderland, right? Hey, Scott, love the podcast, particularly the episode with Bizarre from D12 was awesome and by the way just on that you can check out uh, all my podcasts at scottcowie.com um, anyway uh, Dan's email continues needing advice on the career front I am 27 years old and live with my girlfriend we have been an item for over a year now we both took a mortgage out on our house and both have full-time jobs. I am working in a job I quite frankly can't stand. I want to follow my dream of playing in a band, but my other half says it's too much of a risk 
as her brother was a musician and it didn't work out for him. This is something I really want to do, but I am unsure if it's a step in the wrong direction, so to speak. Any advice or tips would be welcome. Yours sincerely, Dan. Tanya, what do you think? I think straight away, first thought is he's still very young, Dan. And I think that it's all for me personally, I would say you gotta put a lot of positive energy into it. So if you're if you're automatically thinking or people around you are thinking it's not gonna work or it's too risky, I can't leave my job, that's kind of the first thing you're doing to shoot yourself in the foot. So I would say sounds a cliche but go for it it's not that simple I know but you can find balance you know start small steps start playing a bit more music and working a little less if possible maybe part-time part-time and do it that way if it's something he's jumping into all of a sudden but you know it's I'm saying it as a full-time musician I understand that it's not easy to just leave your job and start playing but I don't know Scott what do you think uh, yeah we'll just go what you said uh, go part-time and dump the girlfriend Right, okay, that's that's pretty much yeah. Yeah, that's Tanya's advice. Get rid of her. Yeah, Dan, dump your girlfriend. Uh, if she's really good looking, uh, send Tanya and I a picture of your girlfriend and then we'll and decide. And then we will decide. Right, excellent. Hope, hope that helps, Dan. Right, Gina. <laughs> Gina best of luck, man. Best of luck, Dan. Uh, best of luck living in Sunderland. It's a shithole. Gina writes in Hi, Scott. Who has been your favourite person to interview so far? Well, that's obvious. <laughs> she's on the coast duh uh, yeah well obviously Tanya's been in Tanya because she's been on the podcast before uh, that wasn't the, if you're going to listen if you're listening to this podcast for the first time no doubt a lot of you will because Chris Jericho's on it he's got a massive following uh, don't look at Tanya O'Callaghan's interview as the kind of benchmark as the podcast there's ones that are a heck of a lot better so um, you know. <laughs> shut up Right, Gina, who's been your favourite person to interview so far? Gina, you're not really asking for advice there, you're, you're asking me a question about interviews, so go to hell. Right, we're moving on. Tom from Stoke, right, here we go. Stoke on Trent. Stoke on Trent, right. Scott, two weeks ago my girlfriend took her sister on her hen night. I decided to spend the weekend with some friends. You know where this is going, don't you? After a night out clubbing, I ended up cheating on my girlfriend. The last two weeks have been awful and I don't have the heart to tell her. The guilt isn't good for the health. What should be my next step? Tanya. You keep asking me, but you don't want to take this one, right? No, I just think you're more qualified in the area of life advice. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, I don't know. That is a funny one because I've had friends in this situation. And I think that if he's obviously like, if guilt is actually eating him up, he should probably just tell her because it's going to come out like in five years or something. But it depends on how serious they are. If it's just like a casual relationship, then, you know. Tanya, do me a favour. Speak into your phone. You've gone a little bit quiet. I'm speaking like it's in my mouth. That's absolutely fine because we can hear you now. Keep eating the phone while talking, right? You're content. Eating phone. Right. Yeah, that's weird. That completely depends on how serious the relationship is. Are they like strict monogamists and they've been together forever? Maybe it's a good idea to tell her because in the next year they're probably going to explode with kill, but... That's your call. I have, um, yeah, I could give better advice on base and relationships. 
So. <laughs> right. So the advice to Tom from Stoke is to tell his girlfriend that he cheated on her. Yeah, we're going with that. Tanya. You're frozen. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, you froze there. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, right. So the, the advice to Tom is to tell her, yeah, we're going with that. Tell her or just uh, break up, be single and have a lot of fun. <laughs> it sounds like he's, it sounds like he's having fun anyway. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Tom, just continue doing what you're doing. Just continue. I mean, if he's straying now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be worse in the future. Right, okay. Right, we're moving on to Dorothy from Woking, okay, Tanya? All right. Dorothy says, Dear Scott, love the podcast, listen every week. My husband and I have been married for five years. That's nice, isn't it, Tanya? Lovely stuff. The first three years were like a dream come true. But like any other relationship, we have had to make things more appealing and exciting. <coughs> My husband has a penguin fetish that, quite frankly, I am not comfortable with. Scott, did you make this up? No. Every time we go to bed, he insists on in dressing like a penguin. <laughs> he even insists on making penguin noises during intimacy. I don't know what to do. Please help, Dorothy. Tanya. I know, I know exactly what she should do. She should find the local nearest zoo and drop him off and leave him there. But she's obviously looking to make this relationship work, so... Or she should buy a penguin suit and get down. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe dress like a fish or something, penguin eat. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God, that's... Uh, I like that. I think we're going with that one. Right, so out of the... You, you gave two or three possibilities there. What one would you go with? Well, it really depends on how much he wants to stay with him. I would leave him at the zoo. But she, she really wants to make it work, so maybe... If she wants to make it work, go buy, like, a penguin onesie or some shit. There you have it. Dorothy from Woking. Thanks to everybody that's emailed in. That's some brilliant advice there. Um, I hope Tanya helps, has, has really helped you with those relationship and, indeed, career advice. No doubt we'll get Tanya back on. But... I tell you what, what's really cool, Tanya, is I've just interviewed Chris Jericho. Are you happy for me? Well done, you. Did and he, like, slam you or any of them moves? Well, I'm going to say something on here that you told me the other day when I said that I'm going to be interviewing Chris Jericho. You said, oh, me and my friend used to beat the shit out of each other pretending we were Jericho when we were young. Yeah, I have some vague memories of watching wrestling and him being in it, and we would try to recreate the moves with a lot of couch pillows on the floor for safety blankets. There you go, man. Uh, who a was lot your, of fun. Who was your favourite wrestler? <laughs> Apart from Jericho, obviously. Oh, shit, I can't remember his name. Oh, this was one guy we always watch. Oh, shit. Oh, it's gone off my head. Google it. We'll find out at some point. But um, yeah, his band Fozzie are kicking ass. They're in the UK at the moment, obviously. They're touring and they're brilliant. So you should check them out, Fozzie. Um, we'll get a couple of plugs in from Tanya's stuff when we come back. Tanya's going to be telling us about a great YouTube series she's got, Go Blends. But that will come right after the interview. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Okay, I am back on the Talk Music Podcast with Chris Jericho. How's it going, Chris? 
It's going good, man. Always excited to be in Scotland, be in Glasgow. Part of the UK tour, of course. How's it been going so far? I mean, we always have a great time when we come over here, but this has probably been our best tour so far as far as crowds. Um, you know, attendance-wise, most of the shows have been sold out, and if they haven't been sold out, they've been pretty much packed either way. And um, for whatever reason, crowds over here are just crazy. They're crazy every time. Ireland is nuts. Then, I mean, Nottingham was nuts. Manchester was great. And then and Glasgow is a no-brainer. Every time you see that Glasgow on the list, you know it's going to be a, an insane show. So we're excited. You touched on it there, the Glasgow crowds. They have got a reputation for being quite rowdy. Has that been your experience? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> like I said, anytime you see Glasgow on the, on the tour routing, you know it's going to be great, no matter where it is. And we've played from the cat house to the, gar the garage, as you say, arches, all these different places, but it's always an amazing show. So that's one of those cities, like I said, okay, we're here, we're here, we're here, Glasgow, no brainer. It's gonna be a packed show and it's gonna be loud and crazy, fun. <laughs> are you playing tonight, tonight? Uh, absolutely, actually we are, yeah. It's, uh, it's been, uh, we just added that to the set at the beginning of this tour. First time we ever played it was in Belfast, uh, last week now, I guess. And um, it's a great, great tune. It sets the tone for the night and people enjoy singing it. It's a lot of fun. It's a very UK style song because it's like almost a power pop song. And it's one of those songs that kind of comes alive, live. There's a middle part where there's like, whoa. And, you know, we were just rehearsing it and singing it. But the very first night I realized that the whole crowd was singing it. So right off the bat, we've got a sing along you know, in our second song that we didn't really expect was going to happen. So you just go with it. It's, it's, it's really cool. A lot of that may have something to do with the fact that it's been all over the internet. Of course, it's been on your podcast and it's been obviously doing really well doing the rounds on that. Um, how critical has internet been for Fozzie over the last three or four years, do you think, in general, as well as obviously playing all the shows? Well, I, I think that we've taken advantage of it and I have as well as Chris Jericho to take advantage of, of, of social media, you know, uh, not just websites and <laughs> excuse me, but Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, you know, my podcast, you know, when I first started doing the podcast, I didn't know the numbers it was going to get. And now we're at over 64 million downloads. And probably I play a Fozzie song once every two shows or three so shows. So that, you know, spreads the band too, because a lot of people that don't listen to the band now have it kind of force fed to them and you can always forward it, but you can, you know, you got to press that button 15 times because it's a 15 second forward. So if you're really not interested in the music, you can forward it or most people just leave it. And then suddenly it's like, wow, I really like that song. So we've really take advantage of that because it's important, you know, especially when you do tours, you'll, you know, you'll get promoters that put up ads and stuff like that, but you're doing the lion's share and the bulk of the promotion on your own. And, you know, I tweet constantly and the, and the organization tweets constantly about all the shows we have and where we're going to be and where we are. And I'll still get people. I just got one today. When are you guys coming to Manchester? It's like we were just fucking there last night. And this is on Twitter. So if you're asking me on Twitter when I'm coming to Manchester and for the last week, all I've been saying is we're coming to Manchester. Where were you the last week? No, I mean, that's what that's what I don't understand. I guess even better because I seen your tweet. Was it yesterday or the day before? Somebody says, hey, listen, man, you've had a great career. When are you going to bring a book out? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're like, are you kidding I've, me? Yeah, it's like, is this a joke? Because you never know for sure. It's like, I've got three of them. You might not have heard this. So um, but that's what I'm saying, though. It, um, as much as you do social media, it's also very fleeting. It comes and goes very quickly. So you could put something up, especially on Twitter. I could put something up right now. And, you know, perfect example, I, I accidentally tweeted my phone number 
I thought I was sending a DM to somebody, actually to Scotty Tuhati at a Paul McCartney concert. He was there and I, we were DMing each other. I'm like, just call me, man. Just call me on my, on my number. But when I did it, I thought I was texting him, but meanwhile I was posting it directly onto my uh, Twitter feed. And I got like 500 calls and 500 texts within the next 10 minutes. And I was like, shit, I just you know posted my number. But then after a week it went down and after two weeks it went down. And now once in a while I'll get a rare Un, un, undisclosed text or, or, or call but you know I was a year ago and it's gone away there's no problem whatsoever so that shows how quickly things go and plus how much people are actually really paying attention Rich Ward produced the last record is there a producer you guys would like to work with in the future that you haven't had a chance to yet sorry just eight. Um well yeah, we, we're very, very lucky in that we have a great producer in house you know Rich is, Rich is a great producer and it's always good to have a, a third party but as far as like you know, working with Rich, he knows how to get the best out of me as a singer. But if, if they said, okay, next record, we don't want Rich to produce, and, and here's the list of guys, you know, you got your Brendan O'Brien, your Kevin Cherko, your Bob Rock, those type of guys. Um, all of those ones would be cool. But, you know, we, we have a guy that probably in five or 10 years is gonna be, you know, Rich Ward's available to produce, let's get him. So, you know, why not, why not use that to our advantage? Absolutely. Over the last couple of years, you played downloads. You know, you were, you were in the main stage last year. Is there any sort of venue that you haven't had a chance to play yet before that you guys would, would like to? I mean, you must have been a wrestler going around the world. Is there a particular venue that you've wrestled in where you're looking around going, be good to do a Fozzie gig in here? Well, I mean, playing playing the main stage at stage of download last year was, was huge. I mean, that was, you know, a long time coming where we went from the secondary stage to the semi-main stage to the main stage. and. I mean, obviously we've played every venue, I think, in the UK, except for arenas. We've never gotten on a tour that, that's got to that level yet. So that'd probably be the next goal, you know, do, do a Wembley arena and do a, you know, a MECC or whatever the, the, the arenas are called now. Because like you said, I've done them all with the WWE, but never played them with Fozzy. Um, so, and we're, 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 we're a big stage band, you know, we play a lot of small stages too, but when you let us loose on a big stage, that's when we really fly. So when we finally get that opportunity, we're going to, we're going to kill it. Excellent. You mentioned the WWE there. We can't not do an interview and not plug the new DVD. I do believe it's out yeah, today, Chris. came out today. So, it's really cool. It's one of those ones that kind of just snuck up on me. Uh, I'm over here kind of, you know, overseas. So I kind of forgot that it's coming out, but it's called The Road is Jericho and they came to me and wanted to do another career retrospective and there's so many matches I could choose, but what can we do different? And we thought like, let's get in on a, in a car and just do an interview about all these different uh, matches and, and stories about them and anecdotes kind of behind the scenes, how they came about, what, what the stories were behind the finishes and the, you know, and, and the angles surrounding them and it turned out really, really good. It's something that like, if I was a fan, I always put myself in that shoes. If I was a fan, would I dig this? And it's definitely, in that category you know like whenever i if i buy like a live dvd of a band or something i like the concert performance but i also like the behind the scenes you know if there's some kind of a documentary or that to me is 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 the meat of why you buy a dvd so having the matches is cool and having them in a collection is fine but i like the fact that we kind of pulled open the the curtain and showed people kind of some of the inner workings of these of these uh, performances bands and documentaries what is your favorite scene from spinal tap Oh man, there's so many. It's, it, it's really, really hard to choose. In fact, um, let me let me change that question. Then, has there ever been a point in time in Fozzy where certain things have just oh, reminded all the time. you? Every band has it. You know, every band has it. Or, 
you know, even in wrestling, I remember I remember I got lost under a venue once, you know, total spinal tap. Um, Where was that? Can you remember? It was in Winnipeg, a place called the Walker Theater. Right. We were doing some TV tapings there, and I went under the stage, and I had no idea how to get back up. And you're like, every time, you're like, this is spinal tap, you know? Uh, I remember one time we changed in a kitchen of a sports bar that we were playing with Fozzie way early on in the career where it said on the sign high school reunion then Fozzie and we had to wait until the high school reunion was over it's just like Spinal Tap damn it if I told him once I told him a hundred times it's puppet show first <laughs> puppet show Pu- yeah, Spinal Tap yeah. first puppet show second and that's you know that happens all the time so uh, my, my favorite part in, 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 in Spinal Tap it's it's just uh, you know it, it's, it's such an irrelevant part but when they're in the uh, limousine and he's like, uh, this guy's like, have you ever heard of the Yes, I Can by Sammy Davis? It's a great book, but it's Yes, I Can if Frank tells me so, because he calls the shots for those guys. And meanwhile, as he's saying it, they're they're buzzing up the window <laughs> to shut him up. And then he's like, you know, these limeys, these fucking limeys, you know, they, they, they don't know. They're a, they're a passing fad. You know, when you've loved and lost like Frank has, you see, you see things in a different way, you know, it just... Just the, the total cheekiness of it. And then, then that's one part out of 10,000 parts that you can watch and love. You know, it's, it's, it's still to this day one of the greatest quotable rock and roll movies that anybody who's ever been a band, whether you're in freaking, you know, U2 or whether you're in, you know, Joe Puke and the Chunky Bits, you can relate to it. <laughs> Ideal fantasy band. You're in it. Presumably you want to be the singer out front. You can pick or choose anybody to play the instruments dead or alive. Starting the kit, who would you have? See, the thing is, and this is going to be sound like a real cheesy response, but the dream band that I have is is the Five Guys and Fozzie right now. We have the chemistry, and we we put on a great rock and roll show. If you're talking about fantasy bands, like you know, let's say we were touring with Avenged Sevenfold, and, and M Shadows got sick and couldn't do the show, and they're gonna to have to cancel unless I could step in. Then it'd be like, okay, I, I could do that, or sing for Iron Maiden, for example. That's the type of fantasy band that I would like. If you're talking about a fantasy band that I would go see, well. I mean, my goodness, man. I mean, there, there's there's so many people you could put on there. I mean, I, I you know, put the Rev on drums, put Cliff Burton on bass. Uh, if it's an all dead lineup, put Randy Rhodes on guitar, you know, uh, put Bon Scott on vocals. I mean, that could be a pretty good lineup. It sounds good already, yeah, man. Yeah, let's do that. that. Sounds, let's sounds do pretty that, cool. Yeah. Let's give a plug for the podcast then for anybody that hasn't heard that tells a bit about the, the podcast itself. The yeah, podcast is called Talk is Jericho. And it's on podcast1.com and it's just uh, whatever I think is interesting, I'll talk about and have people on. And it's everything from, you know, Rock and Roll Hall of Famers to WWE Hall of Famers to Hollywood Walk of Star Famers to uh, Ghost Hunters and Bigfoot Hunters and, and, you know, whatever, hockey players, whatever I think is interesting. So not too many podcasts you can hear. Hulk Hogan, Paul Stanley, William Shatner and, uh, and and a ghost hunter all within this, you know, the course of a month. <laughs> Sounds really good. I've actually got an idea for a guest for you. I was fortunate enough to interview him a couple of months ago. He's a total riot, Stuart Copeland. Oh, I would love to interview Stuart Copeland. You need to get him on. He's, he's- Give me his, give me his we'll contact. We'll sort it out, man. We'll man, sort it out. where does he live? He's in Los Angeles. And um, you, with the cowbell on the podcast, see if you, you, you see into, if you YouTube like his room at the moment, he brings friends up, Snoop Dogg and, Everybody Dude, can seriously, when this is done, you got to give me a contact for him because I'm a huge police fan. The first concert I ever saw in 1983 was the police. We'll sort it out, man. Um, lastly, you're a Beatles fan. Let's talk about the Beatles. My favorite album, White Album. Are you with me on that? What's your favorite? Do you, people it, it's, it, you know, it, 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 you, 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 I could say the White Album. I could say Pepper. I could say Abbey Road. That's kind of my 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 
trifecta, a little, you know, rubber soul and revolver are in there as well. It depends what kind of a mood I'm in. I was listening to Abbey Road the other day. I actually have the Beatles walking across Abbey Road tattooed there. There's, there's Ringo, there's John, there's George, there's Paul. Um, that is cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, uh, it depends what kind of a mood I'm in, but I'll mostly go White Album or Abbey Road, one of the two. Most underrated Beatles track, in my opinion, Rocky Raccoon. Oh, great. I mean, like I said, I can't deny anything. For me, it's I Want You, She's So Heavy. I really love good. that. I love Savoy Truffle, too, and people say, what's your favorite George Harrison song? Savoy Truffle has to be up there. It's so, it's so dirty and funky. But I think I Want You, She's So Heavy is the first heavy metal song of all time, unless Helter Skelter came out first, which I think it did. But that this is pre-Black Sabbath. You know, yeah. it's so heavy and so deep, and um, it really speaks to me. Excellent. Lastly, if you get any advice, that you're on the road probably more so than anybody, do you get any advice for musicians regarding touring at all, you know, how to keep fit and everything? Because well, from what I read, you do a lot of yoga. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, um, and there's, I do believe, is the no pizza rule, is that still applying currently on the... <laughs> Are you talking about how we stay in shape on the road? Yeah, yeah, yeah man, no pizza. Pizza's shit, I mean, it's never good. So I, I eat uh, Nando's every day. That's my dinner. It's the same dinner every night. Nando's, which I love here. So does M Shadows from Avenged Sevenfold. We always send pictures of Nando's to each other. You guys don't know how lucky you got it that you got Nando's. We got a, uh, a juice, a blender in there. We asked for a lot of fresh fruit on the rider. Bananas, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries. Got some protein powder, throw it in there. That's a great midday uh, meal. Breakfast in the morning, eggs and bacon. And that's about it. If you go look at our rider, there's a bottle of Grey Goose vodka and then the most healthiest rider of all time that you'll probably ever see. But uh, you need that. You can't eat shit food when you're on the road. And it's amazing how easy it is to eat it if that's all you get. But I mean, I told Michael Starr this from Steel Panther. He's like, dude, where do you get that chicken? I was like, we asked for it. Well, how can I get a chicken? Dude, you're in the headlining band, just ask for it. And now he gets a roast chicken every night. As long as you can't fuck up a chicken. If you get a roast chicken, it's fine. <laughs> Deli meat and you know kebabs and all that stuff, pizza. You can have some bad stuff, but roast chicken, it's always good. You'll always win. This That's going to be the quote to advertise this podcast. You can't fuck up a chicken. That's, <laughs> that's, that's right, the one, man. man. Chris, it's been an absolute Thanks, pleasure. Best of luck pleasure. tonight, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. There you have it. Chris Jericho on the Talk music podcast who would have thought that uh, on the same podcast that i've interviewed a world famous wrestler i've got a freak irish bass player with purple hair <laughs> freak it's pink at the moment by the way oh sorry let me rephrase that a pink Even. stupid irish bass player with pink hair tanya O'Callaghan. how are we tanya very well living it up in los angeles living it up in la she's working full time as a bass player you need to check this girl out as much as we are making fun of her she is one of the best bass players in her flat in los angeles as we speak <laughs> touring it up you need to check out her youtube series it's called tanya's go blend tanya you've been on this podcast a million times but we're getting new viewers every week listeners every week i should say tell everybody about tanya's go blend yeah, it's a series I do kind of, I guess, on the side when I can um, just gather random groups of musicians and that wouldn't usually play together and set up a couple of cameras and pick a song and do it on the spot. It's really fun. It's brilliant. Orianti's been on it. And I've got to be honest with you, Tanya, I don't know if I've told you this before, but I'm a fan of Tanya's Gold Blend Retro. I liked it when it was um, in Ireland 
when it was in a flaming house, and now it's yeah. gone. Now it's gone all. It's gone very Los Angeles, which can. Be, well, that's just because I'm in Los Angeles. Exactly, Believe which was me, good. If I could fly everyone to Ireland, I would. It was so much fun shooting there. Yeah, I mean that's what I, I, I'm. I like I like all my Globe Blend videos, as you well know. But I like the retro. If I had to be picky, I would choose the old, old retro Globe Blends. And when I'm on the Globe Blends, because everybody keeps asking me when I'm going to be on it. Um, yeah. We will need to make it like the, the good old days of the flaming, you know, back in the day when it was filmed in Ireland. That being vintage. said, vintage gold blend, that's the best way of putting it. So what else are you going on then? What else is happening out there? I am learning sets for gigs, as I spend most of my time doing. I have a couple of gigs coming up locally with some R&B acts and some kind of pop. R&B gospel kind of players I'm jamming around at the moment with doing a lot of local gigs and in studio and I'm starting to write my own album This is the first that I've heard, can I be on it? Uh, you can Cool, I'll play Kashishi Kachichi, lovely Do you know what I was going to do? I totally forgot I, We'll get back to your album in a second, right? But I, I thought yeah. I'll need to tell Tanya about this Chris Jericho hits a cowbell on his podcast and I was going to bring a kashishi along with him along with me tonight and give him a kashishi and say there you go. Oh brilliant. But um, I totally forgot because I was in a rush so there you go but we'll, I'm sure we'll revisit that. Anyway, album, what's to be expected on that? Is it going to be funky I'm assuming? Uh, not necessarily. I'm, it's a totally new experiment because all of the people that I've been playing with for the past sort of six, seven, eight years in Ireland and here have been like why aren't you doing your own stuff? So in the last few months, I'm like, why aren't I doing my own stuff? So it's, I think it's going to be kind of groove, harmonics. I love harmonics. Um, maybe some funky stuff, maybe some riffs. I think it's going to be a very typical artist first album that is 72 different styles, maybe. Is anybody is else noticing the fact that Tanya is clearly thinking about this album for the, almost the first time as she explains this? She's Pretty just, much started I just, yesterday. I, so. I just, just clearly thinking out loud. Uh, it'll probably have funk, yeah. riffs, it's, guitars, it's not drums. It's going to be like your typical, I'm going to write a pop song for airplay sake. It's going to be very, very random, I would imagine. I'm going into the studio tonight to start. Nice, right? So this is good. we could maybe expect this uh, late two thousand and fifteen, possibly. Hopefully, well, I'm going to try. I'm going to with the guitar company I work with, Exotic Guitars. They're going to shoot a video in April, and they're open to it being covers or originals. So if I have something ready, I'll do an original. So it's kind of like pressure deadline, also. Like it, right? Well, well, I want to talk to you more about this album and we'll try and plan some stuff out. I also have somebody else that I don't want to say on air just in case it doesn't happen, but uh, somebody else for a Tanya's Gold Blend. We'll talk in a little bit. Anything else you want to promote? Tell everybody your Twitter and your Facebook and all that jazz. I'm not a tweeter, as you know, Scott Kelly. Uh, my Facebook is Tanya O'Callaghan Musician. is my official page. My website is tanyaocallaghan.com. All very simple. Everything's on there. That's it, really. Instagram is T sub bass. Like it, and you can catch up with Tanya's stuff. Honestly, check out this person playing bass. She's very, very cool. We will need to get a project together. We keep talking about it. We're all talking, we're no walk. We need to sort it out, Tanya. Well, there's a, yeah, that damn Atlantic Ocean. Yes. A big thank you to everybody uh, that's been involved in this podcast, i.e., 
the individuals who wrote in with some advice will definitely need to revisit this advice audio yes, column. Yes, more questions. I love randomness. Yes, it's great. And I'm oh, I'm glad we sorted out the couple with the penguins. Um, yeah. And a big thank you to Tanya, of course. And a huge thank you to Chris Jericho Y2J. I reckon I could take him in a fight, Tanya, would you think? Well, I mean, you are Scottish. It's a possibility. Thanks for the support. Um, <laughs> Chris, if you're listening back to this, because no doubt you will, because you said to me um, tonight when I interviewed you that you would listen to it. I'm only kidding. Uh, I, I don't think I could take you in the fight, but Tanya told me privately that she thinks she could, so take it out with her. Big thanks maybe. to Chris. If I had a five-string, maybe. <laughs> thanks to Tanya. Thanks to everybody. We will see you guys next week. Very special guest next week. You might want to tune in. ScottCowie.com, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, SoundCloud, Rate Room, Review, subscribe, you know what to do. See you soon. Bye bye.